You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, I'm Mike Duncan. Katie and Nathan asked me to let you know that they use strong language in this show. So if you don't like that, then this won't be the show for you. If you want to listen to a show where there's only a mild amount of foul language, but is still focused on history, you can always check me out at the Revolutions Podcast or my old show, The History of Rome. So again, if you are in a position where you cannot do strong language, now is the time to bail. But if you're in a position where you can do strong language, then by all means, keep listening. Hi, this is Katie. And this is Nathan. And you're listening to Queen's Podcast, the show about badass women in history. Hey, Nathan. Darling. <laughs> Hello, darling. How are you? Fantabulous. Fantabulous. Fierce, darling. Oh, Fierce. <laughs> I, I love it. So, I feel like I need to be in a moo right now. <laughs> I mean, what's stopping you? I, moo it please, up, bitch. Please stop the recording. All right. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> and Nathan is back and he is in a fabulous moo <laughs> So how has your week been, Katie? Well, last time we recorded, I was still in dry January. I am no longer in dry January. But now she's wet. (laughs) Well, that's a little bit personal, Nathan, but okay. But Nathan, who are we talking about today? Yadaviga. Yadviga of Poland. The Yadviga of Poland. King of Poland. I think this I, is technically our first king that we've covered. I'm living for every moment of this. Yes. Uh. This is such a fun story. <laughs> I'm so excited to get into it. Um, but first up, we got two things to cover. One, we got some Patreon shout outs. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> shout outs to Jill, Sophie, Jules, Ashley, Lauren, Jennifer, Riley, X. Tina, um, Alicia, and Laura. Yes, and thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and everyone that listens to the show. We Couldn't love do it each, without you. You are each individual snowflakes, and we love you so much. <laughs> and now, Nathan, tell us about this cocktail. I have feelings. I have loads of feelings. Um, so it is, uh, I took an ounce and a half. Uh, What's the name of it? Oh, it's the Polish martini. For the, for um, our Polish king, girl king. Yes. Um, so I took an ounce and a half of vodka, an ounce and a half of bison grass vodka. Which was new to me. New to, new to me too, because it was, okay, so bison grass vodka, obviously I have feelings, and <laughs> it is rice vodka, 
with a piece of bison grass. So I had to look it up before I committed to drinking this cocktail because as a vegetarian, I was like, does it have beef in it? What does bison grass mean? <laughs> but it's just literally the kind of grass that the that bison eat. Yeah, and they can't make this grass anywhere else. Like they can't cultivate it anywhere else in the world except, except for in Poland? this one area. Yeah. yeah Interesting. Yeah. So they, they take one blade of grass and they put it in the vodka and let hmm. it soak. Hmm. Interesting. I'll be damned. Um, so, <laughs> so I took a, an ounce and a half of bison grass vodka with that ounce and a half of vodka and an ounce and a half of honeysuckle liqueur, which new mm. fave, by the mm. way. Um, and then two ounces of apple juice. Okay. So, guys, it tastes like the Applejack cereal. It does. <laughs> it really does. Like, it tastes spicy but apple-y and i think that's what that grass vodka does is it gives it this weird spicy earthy flavor okay that's bizarre that tastes like grass anyway we're talking about Jadwiga of poland so uh she was born and we have no idea <laughs> we think like we don't know the month so we're, we can't make any guesses at her sign or anything but most likely, she was born in 1373 in Buda, Hungary, which is m- part of modern-day Budapest. But this particular place was like its own city back then in Hungary. So let's talk about her family. Her dad was Louis I, king of Hungary and Poland. Uh, the, the family lived like primarily in Hungary at the time. Yeah. So Daddy-O is a pretty cool guy. Uh, he seems like a cool guy to yeah. me. Like, he seemed pretty... Progressive. Yeah, at least about gender shit. I mean, I didn't look into him too deeply on how he felt about minorities or anything. But as far as, um, you know, being pro-female, yeah, he seems pretty cool. Yeah, and I I, I don't want to know his stance on racism because I'm pretty sure... Because it's, it's a 1300s. Great. No. <laughs> it's not <Nope>. great. <laughs> But he believed that peasants should have rights and I'm they sorry, should be what? able to do stuff too, which super duper progressive at the time. For the time, for someone in the nobility to be like, you know, maybe we should like allow the peasants um, to talk without getting the shit beat out of them was incredibly forward thinking. <laughs> so Jadwiga's mother was Elizabeth of Bosnia. Um might have mm. her own Patreon show. Stage mom <laughs> of medieval Poland, but mo- go on. Yes, <laughs> yes. Three daughters, no sons. And those daughters are Catherine, Mary, and Yadaviga. Like, that's just so, like, Kath- of the time, Catherine and Mary. We've talked about so many Catherine and Marys. Yeah, and then Yadaviga? Yeah. <laughs> I how mean, did, how did that get in- stand out somehow? <laughs> she does. She definitely stands out name wise. How did they choose that name? So she was named after some distant relative who's also a saint. Um, oh. Saint Hedvig. Yeah. Basically. Um, so and Hedvig super- is German version of Gadviga. Yes, correct. So uh, Edviga, Hedvig. Tomato, tomato, let's call yeah. the whole thing off. Yeah. Let's call the whole thing off. We're going to say <laughs> Yadviga because that's how they say it. 
I hope. I hope I'm getting it right. But that's how they say it in Poland, where she is now the patron saint of. So we're going to say Jadwiga, but if you've heard of her story and she's called Hedwig, same person. Religion. We mm-hmm. have to talk religion if we're talking yes. anybody's upbringing. Yeah. Very, very pious. Hungary became a Christian country in the 11th century. But by the time our girl hits the scene, very, very religious. Propopa. 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 Like an a Poland or Hungary. Yeah. When it became clear that Louis wasn't going to have any sons, he was like, Poland, Hungary, let's have a quick talk. I, I'm going to need y'all to promise that you're going to support my daughters as rulers. Mm-hmm. So he starts to like shop around for like promising husbands. For these daughters, um, pretty aggressively, actually, because okay. you know their their husbands are going to play a big role in leadership and also as well. stage mom was pushing this as well, and also yes, her stage mom <laughs> Queen Elizabeth was also probably in the background being like, but not him, hey, but not okay. him, but this guy, <laughs> but not this guy, but this. Um, also, I don't have this in the notes, but it seems like. The, the, um, her parents may have actually been a love match. Oh, that's refreshing. I read in one source that she had a miscarriage really early into their marriage. And it was a child that was conceived before they were actually married. Ooh, drama. And so then they had to get married. So it seems, and this is all, like, I didn't dig into if that's actually real. But, um, it indicates that this may have been actually... A love match, which is oh, refreshing. Yeah. We don't get that. I know. All the we time. never get that ever. <laughs> but no. So, so yeah. So daddy's shopping around, being like, "I need to set you guys up with powerful husbands to help you run these countries in the future." A little bit on her religion, her upbringing. On that, we've got stage mom and stage dad sitting in the background. So let's mm-hmm. talk about her education. Yes, she's educated. Um, that's educated, educated the fuck out of her. <laughs> so religion, philosophy, language, music, like the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And her mother is a stage mom. Um, <laughs> very hands-on schooling. Everything's kind of like controlled from the background. But, but I love that because a lot of times in nobility, you read about these parents who just sort of like send them off to be educated and like they don't really touch it at their uncle's house. Like, yeah, just some random thing. Yeah. yeah, or just some random guy that's educating a bunch of other n- children of the nobility. They they say even though the books don't survive anymore, it's believed that Queen Elizabeth actually wrote the textbooks that would educate her daughters. So I kind of love that he- it's giving me Isabella Castile vibes. Yeah. Or she's actually like so involved. Like she was so concerned. Like my daughters need to know everything. And these girls spoke at least six languages, at least that are documented. Give me Cleopatra vibes. Right? So Uh they would have definitely spoke Hungarian, Polish, Siberian, German, Bosnian, and Latin. And I love that because it's practical because we see a lot of Queens like um, Catherine of Aragon. 
she was going to be sent to England to um, marry the king, you know, the prince of England, but no one ever taught her English. But this one, they're like, okay, you are from a ruling family in Hungary, so obviously you got to speak Hungarian. You're in the front. You're also the ruling family of Poland, so you got to speak Polish. Like it seems like they made these choices deliberately, and I love that. These are choices that we do. Like. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she probably even spoke more than just the six, six languages. These are just the languages that we know. Yeah. So it seems like her life was pretty chill, chill, chill. She's chilling, 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 chilling. Chillin', chillin'. Yeah, she lived in Hungary, where the royal family, pretty popular mother, was super hands-on stage mom. And her parents loved each other, like we said. They they liked each other. They seemed to be in love. So she's not doing too shabby. It's a good start. We've yes. we've read about people with worse start. Remember Catherine de' Medici? <sighs> oh, <sighs> she, that, that shit was rough. That shit was rough. <laughs> <laughs> so when Yadviga was all of two years old, um, she was engaged. Guys, guys, babies don't need jobs. We've already established that. Babies don't need jobs. Babies, babies don't need marriages. Babies okay. don't need husbands. <laughs> Tell your mom. <laughs> Tell your mom. Babies don't need jobs. Babies don't need husbands. <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> So she was promised to William of Austria, the son of a powerful duke. Um, And in 1378, when our girl was four years old, she and William were bewitted, y'all. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) They they got married. Elvis The old Elvis, yes. (laughs) I was a little confused by this because it doesn't appear that they had we've talked about proxy marriages a lot in the yes, show yes where they um actually have the wedding ceremony and somebody stands in as proxy it yeah, doesn't like your seem, mom yeah <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like that was the case here though it seems like in this it was just all through paperwork and it was basically like okay we've done so much paperwork that you guys are married <laughs> and all they had yeah, to they're do. They're so done with it. They're like, where do uh, I have to sign again? <laughs> uh, I'm over it. Uh. It was so much paperwork that they were like, let's just forego the ceremony. But <laughs> basically their contract came down to once you guys are finally of age, because she, if she's two, then he's like seven because I think he was only like five years older than her, maybe even less. Like they're still both babies. Babies don't babies need, don't need don't husbands. need wives or husbands or jobs. <laughs> but but the way that their contract, their marriage contract, worked out was once they consummated their marriage, they didn't need any further. They didn't need to have any more ceremonies once they banged it out then they were husband and wife how weird is it that your dad is talking about you in the future having sex (laughs) that's so weird i don't like this journey for her i don't (laughs) but her sister mary was also betrothed at a young age just like her to this guy named sigismund and he was the son of the Holy Roman Emperor. And what is the Holy Roman Empire, Nathan? He's a state of mind. State of mind. <laughs> anyway, so Louis is like, you set, you set, 
We're all set. And hey guys, everyone in Poland and Hungary, y'all are going to recognize my daughter Mary as my heir when I die. Poland at first was like, no. And then he was like, well, then I will give everyone in Poland a big tax break. And then they were like, yes. Yes. (laughs) That's usually how it works. I mean, to be fair. Yeah. As a tax paying person, when someone's like, I'm going to get a tax break, I'm like, tell me more. Say more things. (laughs) (laughs) So let's fast forward to 1382. And Jadwiga is eight years old and her father gets super duper ill. We don't know a whole lot (laughs) about her relationship with her father, but it seems like she and her sister and mom were with him when he passed. So they're probably closer than the average. Yeah, because a lot of the people that we've talked about on this podcast, when the person they inherited their title dies, they're maybe like at a whole other location. So to see that Mm. she was actually like at her father's deathbed. I think gives us a lot of insight into their family dynamic. Mm -hmm. So after daddy's funeral, her mom, Elizabeth, was like, oh, my God, we got so much shit to do. (gasps) Direct quote. Uh, (laughs) Direct quote. (laughs) Well, but to be fair, I mean, (laughs) whenever someone dies, there's a lot of shit to do. Like when someone in your immediate family passes away, you've got to. There is a lot of shit to do, is what I'm getting at. Well, usually there's like a mourning period too, right? Like everybody kind of needs a week or two off to be super duper sad, but uh, not with this. Mom, not not when it, not whenever you're the child ruler of a country. Not whenever of two countries. Stage mom. Yeah. Like, also that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's like, nope. nope. Um, Yadviga's older sister, Mary, needs to be crowned bitch now now crown it crown it crown it so much they crown her so quickly like yeah usually you'd wait a couple of weeks but she's like no coronation now now and the reason is you remember her her um fiance sigismund of luxembourg who i'm gonna call siggy 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 can't you see sometimes your words just hypnotize me He's very, very ambitious, and he wanted to be crowned as co-ruler, oh, and no. Mama Elizabeth is like, we can't have that. We can't have that, and mm-hmm. so Mary is crowned on her own before their marriage like officially took place. Pretty so smart. She beat, she beat him to the punch, basically. Yes. She's, like, I'm- she's very, she's always thinking one step ahead. This woman, I think. That's why I love her. Yeah. So in Hungary, there's no word for a female monarch because in English, you have a queen, you know, and the queen rules on her own. But in Hungary, a queen meant like you're married to the king. To the king, yeah. Yeah, you're a consort. So... We couldn't really call her a queen since she wasn't the primary consort right at that point. So she was actually crowned king. An 11-year-old girl, king of Hungary. Hashtag baby girl king. Which I, I'm going to, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to make that shit trend. So Poland was, I mean, it's part of Europe, but they were not into being ruled by the Holy Roman Emperor. 
at all. And they were not interested in Siggy, 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 can't you see whatsoever. They're like, we need, what's your plan B here? Well, also, (laughs) also because Sigismund was, he was a little bit older than Mary. And so he was already like being a little bit of a war dick, you know? Oh, we love those. Mm. And so he had actually been sent to Poland once or twice to squash rebellions. Oh, and so he had a bad PR in that area. Because he wasn't nice when he, like, he was aggressive, like more aggressive than was actually needed when he went in and squashed those rebellions. Already the people in Poland had a bad taste in their mouth. For Siggy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just make me want to vomit, you know? Um, (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, like, the people of Poland were like, if he becomes ruler, we're going to, like, revolt. For real, for real. For real. And so Mama Elizabeth is like, okay, okay, okay. I'm stage mom got this i've got the drama uh mary will stay here in hungary and she'll rule and i will send you guys my youngest daughter jadvika and she'll rule so polish people are kind of on the fence right now but yeah they're like okay okay fine we'll try it we'll give it a try so we have no idea how this conversation went. Right, down, right. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> She's eight years old. She's eight years old. And it's like, hey, honey. Hey, honey. I know you've only ever lived in this one city in your entire life. And I know your dad just died. Super sorry. Um, I'm going <laughs> to need you to go to this whole other country and be ruler of this whole other country by yourself. I'm not coming. Your sister's not coming. Just you. Uh, bye. What? What? She just wants to play tea time. Like she just wants to pour She's some tea for her eight friends. Eight years old. What were <laughs> yeah. you doing at eight? I, I, I was just running in my backyard and jumping on my trampoline. What? Were, <laughs> I know. I, I think I had like Superman underwear at that time. <laughs> like I was a what? baby. Eight years. Babies don't need to be king. <laughs> I don't know. It was so genuine. It was. <laughs> well, and also, she's also sending her daughter to a country that hasn't even decided if they're going to accept this. They're like, yeah, send her over on a trial basis. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> it's like, so it's like a 60 day trial. Like, you can yes, return that is so stressful. <laughs> and also, oh I mean, back then, you couldn't hop on a private jet that's a really scary journey yeah which brings us to i actually put in in google maps if you're traveling from budapest to krakow in poland um if you take a plane you know it's only like an hour but if you drive you actually have to drive completely across like the country that's in between them because there's this mountain range Uh... Sweet baby Yadviga is not taking a plane because they didn't have them in the 1300s. <laughs> oh, you heard it here first. Heard it here first. <laughs> Groundbreaking <laughs> they news. Not, they did not have no planes, planes in, the in the 14th century. century. Nope, nope. <laughs> so she's having to go over by like carriage and horse 
over this horrible, like very dangerous mountain range. We talked about in the Eleanor Aquitaine, Aquitaine episode where it's like um, rich, noble women traveling are always like at, they Human might get trafficking. kidnapped. Human trafficking. Basically, they might get kidnapped <laughs> and forced into a marriage. Her mother put it off for two years. She didn't have to travel till she was <laughs> 10. Ugh. She had two years from eight to ten to mature, but now she's traveling across. It's just, <laughs> it's just very scary. I I can see that because there's lots of bad people yes. with bad intentions that want to like IDK kill her. <laughs> but no, can you imagine though? Can no, you imagine? I can't. Like you're leaving your family, you're leaving your mother. You're going on this super dangerous journey to be a ruler of a country that you've never even seen before. And they're kind of like already pissed off at you. Right. <laughs> For oh. no reason. <laughs> that is under pressure. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We don't know when she left Hungary, and we don't know when she arrived in Poland, but we do know a little bit about her reception whenever she was uh, arriving. All I do have to imagine she'd be nervous. Like, are they going to love I me? Would are be they going to hate me? Are they going to throw tomatoes are at they gonna me? Ki- are they going to kidnap me? Are they going to kill me? Yeah. <laughs> I, you so, laugh, but it's probably like an actual concern of her. I know. It's awkward laughter. <laughs> so everyone that was important, like the A-list people, were mm-hmm. all there to receive her love, excitement. Like everything's amazing. So she was she was received in like positively? Yes. Well, I love so th- that. So I know she, she had rocked to have up been and people liked her. Yeah. Yeah, she had to have been nervous and then for people to be like well receiving of her. And guys, remember, she's 10 years old. <gasps> she's a baby. So it was a relief for the people of Poland. You know, this poor baby traveled Years and years um, <laughs> to, to be able to get there, so they had no clear leader in place. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the meantime, so there had been a lot of drama. Um, so. Yes, yeah, they did. There were all these other noblemen that were like fighting mm-hmm. for, like, oh, the Dick the waving. leader from H- Hungary is never coming. So they were like fighting over who was gonna dick waving contest. They for were days. dick waving hard. Yeah, like I have more money than you do. Yes. And so then when she do. finally arrives, it just kind of put a little bit of peace in place. Some much yeah. needed peace. Yeah, eased the tension because yeah. they have a figurehead. They yeah. have somebody that is the leader. So even if she's just a little girl, at least there's matter. somebody to like exactly. put the crown on their head and stop the fighting. I wish that people would say this about me every day. Yeah. Like just put the crown on his head. Just put, <laughs> just put the crown on his head. It's, it's fine. <laughs> so on October 16th, 1384, she had her coronation. Which is friends for coronation. Okay, um, and, <laughs> and this is very similar to her sister's own coronation. So they rush it a little bit. 
I feel like create a sense of urgency is very stage mom. Mm. Um, Because she has a fiance Mm -hmm. also from the um, European royalty who's probably rushing up there to Poland to claim his crown. So they're like, we got to crown her before he can get here. Yeah, they don't need some Austrian guy who just doesn't know anything about Poland showing up and running everything. So our girl is now officially king of Poland. So we've got we've got two sisters who are both being king of these two major countries. That is wild. So our girl is now officially king of Poland as an 11-year-old. And this seems like a good place to take a quick little break. Let's go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, spooky season is here. And if you're looking for a show to whet your appetite for a little haunted history, then I'd like to invite you to check out Southern Gothic, a chart-topping history podcast that explores some of the most infamous legends, folklore, ghost stories, and hauntings of the American South. We've covered all sorts of stuff from the Bell Witch of Tennessee to the disappearance of the Confederate submarine, the H.L. Hunley. Not to mention our deep dives into the local lore of some of America's oldest and most haunted cities like New Orleans, Charleston, and St. Augustine. So if you're ready for a little good old-fashioned Halloween storytelling with a commitment to quality historical research, then be sure to check out Southern Gothic today. It's available now on all your favorite podcast apps. We're back. Back, 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 back at it again. So we last left our girl crowned king of Poland. We love our non-conforming. Non-binary, <laughs> non-gender conformant. I, I do kind of love it. feels very modern, right? I know. That she was like, king of Poland. I like it. She's a gender fluid king of Poland at 11 I, years old, honey. I love it. I don't love the 11 years old part of no, it. But no, no, because babies still don't need jobs. Don't need jobs. <laughs> so happy to tell you that Jadwiga was actually loved in Poland almost immediately. Breathe too. a sigh of relief, right? Like yeah. she carried herself as such a like more experienced person. As an 11 year old. <laughs> So she's 11, carrying herself with, like, the experience of, like, a 30-year-old, basically, which really resonated with the people. And on top of that, she's smart and pious. Everyone in Poland is like, yes, yes, Jadwiga, Jadwiga. You know, like, they're, like, into it. Oh, oh, that sounded like a soccer game They're doing some sports. (laughs) 
sports yeah. sports chance. I wish I wish you could see Katie <laughs> trying to like root on do a sports thing. <laughs> They're sports yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Do the thing. Good at sports. So the fact that she spoke Polish like from the get go, that went a long way for her. Yeah. They were like Oh, bitch! She did her homework. Like, which honestly learned... to us seems like the bare like the bars if on the floor. You were trying to get a C, a C in statistics. Yeah. yeah, you're just trying to pass. To us, it <laughs> seems like obviously she would speak the language, but not always. So good for her. So another thing that she did that really made people love her was right away, super duper charitable. Like yes. giving, giving, mm-hmm. giving. Orphanages, check. Shelters, check. Poor people, check. Check, yes. There was this one story that there was a man that she came across begging for money. So she bent down and took the golden buckle off of her shoe, gave it to him, and he was able to feed his family for a month. I mean, that's also a conversation about like... You know, privilege. Yes. (laughs) Privilege. That's what privilege is. But also she has gone down in history as this incredibly um, charitable person who would do like bend over backwards to well bend over to her shoe. Bend bend over frontward to her shoe. But that's not necessarily something that we could say about very many other royal people that we covered. Their reputation goes into they were so pious. They gave so much to the community that they did. They literally took their possessions off themselves to give to the poor. I love it. I love it, too. she also started going to church, and this is something that I love too. Um, and Catholic Church, y'all, is mm-hmm. in Latin at mm-hmm. the time, and no one knows what the hell he's saying. Yeah, they're in <laughs> Poland, <laughs> just being like, "Yeah, sure, what? I guess, I guess we like it." I don't know. Cascase, um, like literally, what is this guy preaching, y'all? They don't like, know. And she ends up implementing a new rule and says, you know what? These sermons need to be in Polish so that the common person (laughs) can understand it. OMG, so revolutionary. And the thing is, she spoke Latin. And you see this Uh, a lot in medieval royal courts. Everyone that's of the nobility spoke Latin. So they go to church. it's a class thing. Exactly. Exactly. They go to church. And they speak Latin, and all their friends speak Latin, and it's like, well, we know what I they're don't saying. Speak Latin. <laughs> but like the commoners are just like, we have to assume that we agree with what they're saying because. Every- and so she steps in, and she's like, "No, hold up, wait a minute, put some Polish in it, you know, like make it make sense to them, you know." <laughs> oh my god, I just want a Polish sausage real bad. <laughs> I love that because that endears her to the commoners. Yeah, but she may have been popular, but guess who wasn't? (laughs) Her Her husband, fiance situation. Yeah. Yeah. William finally arrives in Poland and totally expects to consummate the marriage and like him to be 
the Polish leader. Because, um, uh, I mean, yeah, she's they, a woman, so he she couldn't possibly rule on her own. Because you he, he needs to step in and yeah, become actual king of Poland. Your uterus takes up so much blood to your That brain. uterus, it just wanders around. It could be up <laughs> in your chest, and you wouldn't even know it. <laughs> so, Jadwiga is conflicted because mm-hmm. she likes William. Mm-hmm. She She's like, hey, I could have found the, the type of guy that I've never met before. It reminds but- me of Catherine of Aragon and remember Arthur Tudor. Yes. They had been exchanging letters their whole lives. And so this is the same kind of situation. She has been writing to this man. This boy, boy. Yeah, (laughs) pen pals. They've been pen pals their entire life. Anyway, William of Austria shows up and is like, I'm here. I need to bone immediately. Because that's how he becomes king of Poland. Yeah. And to be fair, it said that they needed to bone in the agreement. Right, right. Legally. So legally they, they just... needed to bone. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been 14. Yadwiga would have been eleven. What? <laughs> so that's how I that's how I feel about that. Official official <laughs> Queen's time, podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we don't know exactly how she felt about this. But some tellings of the story goes that she was like, she was really eager to meet William. Which I think makes sense. Like I, like we said earlier, they've been exchanging letters their entire life. But the Polish nobles were like, nope, nope, whole bunch of nope. Um, <laughs> and they locked her up. And they were like, no, you you cannot be left alone with this man. So there's a couple different stories here. Um, one that Jadwiga tried to escape, found an axe, and tried to fight off guards. And she's like, I'm gonna get to my man. And she's got the axe I need and everything. That wood. <laughs> Katie's like, hashtag same. In that story, apparently the ladies in waiting calm her down and are like, girl, you need to do what's best for Polian and marrying this guy is not, not the best. It's, it's not the thing. Uh, it's but not the thing. it caused some turmoil. Yeah, caused some issues. So the Polish. Really want her to marry this guy named Yogaila. And he was the Grand Duke of Lithuania. And they were just like, no, no this is going to be better for us. Don't marry this uh, European dude. Marry this guy from Lithuania. It's going to be better for the country. All right. So she's going to marry this guy named Yogaila, who is from Lithuania. And when she was first told that they wanted to marry this guy, she was like totally disgusted. And not uh, because she was like 12 and, and he, he was, was like 20s, 30s ish. We don't know his exact, we don't know his exact birth date. But by this time, he was at the youngest 25 and at the oldest 35. And she's yeah. still 11. And it wasn't even about age. It wasn't even about age. Mm -mm. It was because he wasn't a Christian. It literally, like, this super religious girl is like, uh, excuse me, what? You want me to marry a pagan? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, out. 
I'm out. Like, I think that was a direct quote. Direct quote. I'm out. <laughs> then she goes and talks to her priest. They want me to marry this pagan. And, and he's like, I don't know, girl. Maybe pray on it. And this is how she becomes a saint. She prays on it. She prays. She and I pray and I pray every. Remember um, Bone Thugs and Harmony? Yes. And I pray and I pray and I pray and I pray every day, every day, every day. you at the crossroads. So she is praying. So she's Bone Thugs and Harmonying her ass off. To her surprise, Jesus appears to her. And he's like, O-M, me, girl. <laughs> and she's like, girl, what? And he, she, he's like, you need to marry this guy from Lithuania. And she's like, why? He's not even a Christian. And he's like, because then all these other people are going to become Christian. And she's like, oh. I guess I'll do it. And God's like, I told you to do it, so you have to. And she's like, I got it. <laughs> So that's the story of. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine, like, (laughs) I'm just imagining, like, girl, what are you doing? Girl, what? What? What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) So here's the thing Lithuania and Poland had been fighting. They were on again, off again, and they've been fighting for years, and they are over it. And they have a common enemy, and there was this group of these zealot knights, um, and they were called the Teutonic Order. And the Teutonic Remember Order, that name. Um, the Teutonic Order was annoying to Poland. They were really fucking some shit up in Lithuania, too. So they were just like a whole hot mess. They were being place. aggressive as fuck in Lithuania. So, Ugaila was like, look, I marry your king, and I'm just gonna like casually change... The national Lithuanian religion to Christianity. Yeah. So Yogila and all the other Lithuanian royalty were baptized. And just a few days later, the 12-year-old Jadvika and the 25-ish, 35-ish old Yogila was <laughs> married in the Catholic ceremony. So now they are king and king of Poland. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, he's king of Lithuania. She's king of Poland. So they ruled as co-ruler. You hear a lot about this in history where it's, like, actually the man ruled, even though it was, like, a female cohibition project. But actually, it seems like Jadwiga actually did so much of the ruling. She had so much power. And she had so much adoration from her people. Which I think is incredibly important. Obviously, there's the age issue. Yeah. She doesn't speak the language at first, but... She learns it, along. as we've seen, is not a she problem for it. her. Yeah, She learns it, honey. Yes! <laughs> Everything that was passed from here forward was underneath both of their names. Yes, exactly. So it- and he never tried to overpower her. Uh-huh. And in turn, she always, like, looked to him. I just feel like they had a very respectful relationship. That's refreshing. <laughs> How nice is that? How nice is that? Yeah. We don't get that. But now we want to talk about the B-plot. B-plot! So, Yadviga thriving, living her best life, but what's Unexpectedly happening? having the best time of her life in Poland. 
And of course, everything has to go to shit after that. So (laughs) she gets some real bad news from mom and sister. We don't have the time to dive into it all. But the story is that the king of Naples tried to overthrow Mary (gasps) as ruler of Hungary. Rude. So, of course, stage mom stabs him to death. (laughs) I mean, as any good stage mom would do. (laughs) So the queen of Naples at this point just had her husband stabbed to death. So she's kind of pissed. And she's like, hey. How about we kill Elizabeth? So stage mom gets killed. And if you guys want to hear more about that story, I think we're going to... Nathan, should we talk about that on Patreon? Possibly. King Mary is vulnerable at this yeah. point. So she's like, I need to marry my boy Siggy, Siggy, Siggy. Okay, Can't you see, see sometimes? Sigismund wasn't as progressive as you got up he's like huh okay but that uterus siggy 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 oh can't, can't you, you see? see he's like you know what i don't like that poland is being co-ruled by a guy who's not even a real christian he's not a christian <laughs> but he's been baptized i mean like what else does a bitch gotta do you know so Siggy 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 enrolls the Teutonic Order. And like I think we touched upon them earlier. And they're just this this group of knights that are out and about to like fuck up their, anybody that's not Christian. And it's not Knights Templar. They're not chill, though. (laughs) What is the opposite of chill? And it's this group of guys. This is where we learn something, in my opinion, that's really interesting about Jadwiga. She uh, was like a really talented mediator. She hated the idea of war. And she hated the idea of her people being at war and losing their life. And she became a very talented mediator. So she has a family reunion. Yeah, so sisters, husbands, they're all hashing it out. For a time, it was effective. And there's like no war. But family reunion. She got to see her sister. How nice. How nice is that? They haven't seen each other in about nine years or something. Before, before they became kings. <laughs> so... 1393, Jadwiga has been in Poland for nine years. Sisters got to spend time together, which, great. Yeah. Being being that we know that they're such, like, a tight-knit family, this is, how awesome would that be? Uh, right. Super cathartic, too. Like, super cathartic for Jadwiga. She lost her mom, so she gets to see her sister. So it's like this whole family love fest. And then they also, you know, make peace between their two countries. So it's a win-win. But then, sadly, two years later, Mary dies when she falls off a horse but ziggy 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 can't you see is like okay you know what i guess this whole land is mine now i am now Uh. officially ruler of hungary and he does a little dance (laughs) but in actuality like jadviga she was her sister's heir so she was supposed to be king of both hungary and poland Uh. now not ziggy but sigamund wasn't like into that so he calls up the teutonic knights and it's like let's take poland and hungary it'll all be mine and then he goes to claim that poland is his 
again. Again. And Yadviga puts an end to the war. Uh, again. again. <laughs> she is such a talented, like... Negotiator. So Yadviga and her man are like, Siggy, Siggy, Siggy. Look, look, okay. We're technically the kings of Hungary now. Not you. We don't have time. We have two other countries over here that we're trying to run. So why don't you just, like, um, keep it... So Sigismund is just kind of kept being the king of Hungary. Yeah, exactly. She's like, look, we don't want to fight and we just don't have time. So you just do this for us. Thanks a lot, buddy. So it just seems like she had this really level head throughout all of this. She was always the calming person in the tense situation. Because like when you're negotiating, you have to be able to take everybody's different point of view. And she was very good at that, even to the point of being like, hey, you want to keep my lands? Fine. Here. They're yours. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, fine. You can have them. Over the next few years, Yadviga and Yagela continue to be pretty popular. Yeah. Yadviga put most of her focus into charity for the poor. I love this storyline for her. I went about hospitals, churches, colleges. Like, I am going to make sure that it's just not the rich getting the advantages. You know, we love to see it. To this day... This time in Polish history is considered to be the golden age. So this is when they were living their best life. Yes, I believe it. I believe it. When Jadwiga was 24, she got preggers. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) makes me think that maybe Yogila wasn't super bone hard with her at the beginning. Which, how refreshing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But she didn't become pregnant until she was 24. But 24! I mean, she's been an adult for quite some time. Yeah. You know, there probably been some worries that maybe she just wasn't blessed with being able to have babies. Which happens. Yes. But, so when she finally did end up pregnant, it was like party time in Poland. (laughs) It was like the best everyone baby was like shower oh. ever. <laughs> yes. It wasn't a sprinkle, it was a full shower. <laughs> she got gifts on gifts on gifts from yeah. lords and ladies from all over the world. One of the gifts that she received was a silver cradle, which when I look at that, I'm like, what? that doesn't seem nice. Like I, I don't I'm know. sure it was like because we bougie, but also like a baby's not going to be comfortable. Yeah, I don't know if and I would a feel silver com- cradle. I don't know if I'd be comfortable sleeping with a silver rod on my butt. That's the only time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so on and in June 1399, Yadviga gave birth to a little girl, and they were real inventive with names. So they named her after her stage mom, Elizabeth. Well, she loved her mother. I think yeah. she very deeply loved her mother. And the Pope stood as godfather. So is there anything more bougie than the Pope being your I'm the Pope. I'm the godfather. I'm going to give you a pasta. Baby Elizabeth, unfortunately, was born very premature. And yeah. the birth was difficult. And yeah, Vega was pretty much bedridden for weeks but her health seemed to be on the up and up yeah. she's getting better ish as you can tell in the sound of my voice this might not be it's okay <laughs> but sadly baby elizabeth died at three weeks old and it seems whatever fight that yadviga had at the point 
just was gone. Yeah. Um, Health took a nosedive after the death of her daughter. And on July 17th, 1399, Jadwiga, the king of Poland, love your nonconformist ways. Yes. uh, Passed away. Her dying wish was that Yogala marry a high-ranking Polish princess so he could keep ruling Poland. And at first, Yogala He was, was like, no, no, no. No, He was negative. like, I'm not interested. Like, I don't want to even be in Poland anymore. My wife's not here. Ugh, I'm going home. He felt, I, I genuinely feel like he felt heartbroken at the end of their marriage. But then, like, I, f- I think he loved her. Yeah. And then the Polish nobility like, approached him and was like, hey, dude, we, we kind of like you. Um, uh, will you please marry into our nobility? <laughs> and continue being our king. And he was like, <sighs> fine. So he did. And he stayed on as the ruler of Poland for another 30 years. And he, he and his wife had one child. They had a daughter named Hedvig, which is the German word for Jadwiga. I love that. Cheers. I love that. Even in his second marriage, he was like, no, Jadwiga got me here, you know? Love it. So let's talk about her legacy. Katie. Oh my God, this legacy. The University of Krakow was like a huge passion project for her. And when she died, she was like, take all of my jewels, take all of my furs, take all of my fancy clothes and put it into money for the university. It was like a crumbling university at the time. Now, fun fact, the University of Krakow is the 13th oldest university in the world that's still going. Right? So in 1997, canonized. But she was canonized as a saint, and she is now known as Saint Jadwiga. She is the patron saint of Poland, students, and mothers. And she is remembered to this day as one is one of the most iconic rulers of Poland. So Nathan, let's raise a glass. To the girl king non-transforming queen of Poland. Yes! <laughs> I love it. Cheers, bitches. Hello, everyone. Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be.